At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Because you're never supposed to wear a white dress when you go to a brownie party. Because the brownie parties, they have the little brownies and they have all the sprinkle and they have the cupcakes and they have all the icing. And sometimes whenever you're really excited, you put it all over and it spills down your dress and your mom gets mad. Some good advice from Tassie this morning. Tassie's on, she's on point. This afternoon, I should say. This transition from morning to afternoon. <laughs> morning show was earlier. Uh-huh. Now we're into the afternoon well, show. Well, it's just we are right at the cusp of the afternoon being a legitimate thing. You understand oh, this, true. right? We go live Central Time, which is where we are, from the bunker in the Ozarks of Missouri. Um, live from the bunker <laughs> in the Ozarks, Missouri heart. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, we go live right at noon, so it just becomes afternoon. When we turn the microphones on. So I'm just, I have to get my brain around that. See, it just was morning like 10 seconds ago. Well, I mean, like technically. Uh-huh. See, for me, morning is different. What is morning for you? Well, like it's a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> the morning a feeling. The morning is officially over when you've had lunch. Okay. And you feel like you're moving into the next part of your day. So if you eat an early lunch. Like I ate you my lunch say... around 10 o'clock. A.M., mm-hmm. but that was moving into my afternoon. Okay, so you call somebody. It's mm-hmm. 1030. Mm-hmm. You've had your lunch. You say, good afternoon, sir. Actually, I just say hi. Because <laughs> you never know. Smart. Everybody has their own individual timings for things. <laughs> That's probably true. That's probably a good idea. In the band groups that I'm in, um, in a lot mm-hmm. of the Clash of Clans groups. Yeah. And there's this one particular uh, person. Her name is Shortcake. And okay. she always says, good morning and like good night okay. in all these different groups. And it's really funny because people will respond and say, actually it's afternoon here. And then everyone starts getting into a conversation about what time it is, wherever they're located in the, right. in the world, mm-hmm. which reminds me, you know, we should just say hello. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's difficult because to say hello. No, 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 no. Let's try it. No. <laughs> Let's try it. Aaron. All right. All right. Let's we'll give it a shot. We'll give it a shot. <clears throat> How do I do it again? Hello. Hell. Oh, you got that O part of the end. <laughs> Oh, the O. Yeah, the it's o. very okay, important. Let me, let me try, important. Let me try again. Otherwise, it gets very let offensive. Let me try again. All right, all right. Low. Nope, got it. It's good. That was like the last uh-huh. one. Hey, did you remember Sesame Street where they had like <laughs> the little, little monsters in the, sure, in the sure, train? Sure. Uh-huh. So it's like, he, low, he, low, he, low, hello, hello, hello. Good job, Aaron. Thank you. So well, you ready to shoe a dough? Oh, are we not shooing it already? Well, no, I just like to throw that in there to kind of transition <laughs> us into talking a little bit more about the show and kind of what the plans are, which on a random tandem, there is no, there plan. are no plans. This is my favorite segment that we do. I now do what? love all of our segments, yeah, but yeah, this yeah. particular one is so fun for me because it freaks you out. Like it does. You are unnerved every time we just open the mics. Well, first of all, we record. I'm a plan guy. I love having a plan. We you record know? with a live audience right. is the first thing. Mm-hmm. So like right now people are listening. So yes. if for some reason our random tandem fizzles out and we uh-huh. just don't do anything, there's awkward pressure. 
<laughs> I think for me, it's more that I'm just a planner. I like to plan things. I like to know that there's a you know a, a rhyme and a reason for what's going on and what's happening and and all that kind of stuff. But I do like this. And by the way, thank you for joining us live. Uh, I see Chris and Caleb and Brenton and Ida. And thank you so much for uh, well, hanging know, out with us. Uh, here's what we're going to do. Be thinking of a question you want us to answer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or a topic you want us to talk about. Because if you don't, then we start taking over and Aaron gets even more little concerned oh my whenever I don't listen I give myself today. to the process right do you I just have to like you just have to jump in and hope you can swim but can we talk for a second about how that lady had a lizard in her drink at Starbucks yes okay. for sure yeah we can talk about that for a second oh seconds over <laughs> maybe even for a couple seconds that's fine <laughs> is that something you wanted you wanted to chat about I just glanced over at my screen and I've got all of my like random things up Right all now. right. All right. Uh, the first question has come in. Okay. So we'll okay. address it. What is the question we don't want them to ask? <gasps> they stole one from our random question of pirate hat questions. Oh, my goodness. Um, what's the question I wouldn't want you to ask? Well, thanks a lot for asking it. <laughs> um, probably how long it's been since I shaved my armpits. Nice. I probably don't want to have that conversation. Okay. I so think it makes people uncomfortable. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Um. How long has it been? A while. <laughs> <laughs> They're manly. Listen, I, I, I've been thinking about posting something along those lines. I'm glad you brought that up because... <laughs> I didn't bring it up. Somebody asked no, me no, a you, question I didn't want to Right. No, no, yeah, no. I understand. Yeah. No, I understand. No, I think this fault. is good. I think this is a good. Um, what I wanted to say mm-hmm. in this post was that women... Re- like. I want men to start giving women complete permission to grow our hair naturally. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm not just talking about to armpit be human. hair, but I wanted to make a list. Like I, I, I want women to feel like they never have to wear makeup again if oh, they don't I'm want so to. Because for a I, second there, I thought your list was starting with like different things that could grow. Anyway, go ahead. We're not going there. <laughs> is it appropriate? Aaron? <laughs> uh, you never have to put on makeup again if you don't want to. You, you don't have to shave your armpits. You don't have to, you know, there's but all But where these... does it stop for you? What about brushing teeth? How's that feel? Is that... I think brushing teeth is different because that's a, that is a, a legitimate hygiene thing. Like you're, you will suffer if you don't brush your teeth. You know what I'm saying? Says who? That's, that, that's... <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe the people around you as well. But I'm just saying, uh, like when it comes to, you know, non-appearance based no, no, things. When I decide, I, I, we've had this conversation a few times, mm-hmm. but like I... I really, I'm looking forward to slash dreading the day that someone decides to bring it up. Your armpit hair? Yeah. Yeah. Where they're like, so I noticed, dot, dot, dot. Uh Yeah. Because it's not like people usually just look at your armpits. And even if they do, and they saw that there was like, like hair growing there Uh and and it offended them. Right. It would take a pretty bold person to say something. Mm -hmm. Like you. I would never comment on someone's armpit hair. Well, that's true because again, it doesn't matter and you know that. Like it's not an issue to you. No, it's like seriously not a big deal. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And same goes for legs. You don't have to shave your legs if you don't want to. You don't Thank have you, to Aaron. ever you don't ever have to wear high heels again if you don't want to. I don't need this from you. you and I want other men to join in and say, we don't need this from you. What's it is on you. If, if you want to do it. Guys, he is so passionate about if that. If you want to do these his, things. He's like chopping his hands into <laughs> making a point. Like he is. You are on a soapbox. Go ahead, sir. I'm just saying if you want to do these things, please do. That's fine. If you know, if you want smooth armpits and smooth legs and, 
you know, you want to wear deodorant, that's good. But if you don't is want to. Is it okay to, for men to shave their legs? Sure. Okay. Just wanted if to that's make sure. What the, if that's what they're doing. I Just like, want to make sure. I just. Hey, everyone who's in the chat room, raise your hand if you're ready for us to move on. <laughs> and everyone just raised their hand. All right. <laughs> that's not true. This is, a, this is a valuable topic right here. It actually is a valuable topic. And I, I do like talking about breaking down those social norms. So I was thinking about posting something along those lines. I just haven't sat down and really kind of yeah. formulate it. Yeah, formulate. you need to come up with a hashtag. Uh, Brenton suggests hashtag let it go. But that, that's kind of taken by what Disney. What about let it grow? <laughs> let it grow. I like it. Yes. I like it. It doesn't apply to the makeup necessarily or you know, anything like that. Yeah, but. that's true. But yeah, just be you. Uh, yeah, probably we'll figure something out. You got time. Um, uh, we've got another question. Okay. Uh, this is work well for story time. So maybe this can move us into a story couple stories. Uh, tell a story about a time when you almost died. This comes from Caleb in the Mixler chat. <sighs> so tell a story of a time that you almost died. I have several. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. I have. So do do we want to go? I mean, I feel like I've told them a lot, but I can certainly tell them again. Is this about the cat falling on your face? No, I because didn't almost die. Count. I did not almost die when the cat fell on my face. That does not count. Danae has heard these stories so many times I that could she tell, could I probably could tell, them. tell them for me. Yeah. But do we want to go with the time I almost died via a reptile, okay. or the time I almost died via explosions? All right. So, so vote in the chat now for reptile versus explosions. That's Aaron's almost dying story. And Monstrix even put another one up for uh, for me. That time i almost died via pizza monstrix <laughs> i am so impressed with your memory for real that is true you almost died from pizza so there's three options yeah so it's interesting because you said almost die like i feel like there's this moment when you realize like you were really really close to death and i've only had one that i can think of but there's another couple ones where i had stupid brushes with death like mm-hmm. where i'm like that could have gone terribly wrong i should have known better so right. i don't know if i should count that or not well, I mean, you just tell the story you want to tell, I think. Okay, so one of them involves a motorcycle, because some people, as we know, are learning mm-hmm. that I used to do trick riding. So yes. one of them invo- so involves not a motorcycle. That's a surprise, yes. And the other one involves breaking up a gang fight. So you vote now in the wow. chat for which one you'd like to hear. I love that. So we have Killer Pizza, Explosions, or Alligator for Aaron. Uh, and I've got two for votes myself. for Explosions already. All right, go ahead. So, all right, I'll tell the Explosions story. Uh, by the way, the killer pizza story is not a long story. I ate a piece of pizza and it almost killed me. And I don't know. How, I, I have no idea why. My insides just started shutting down. Like that's that's your story. Congratulations. Yeah. So no, uh, you already told your story. Oh, we don't get to go to these because I because I expanded a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So silly. this is the Fourth of July. It was in a small town in Indiana. Uh, it turns out that my brother-in-law's dad runs the fireworks display for this small town in Indiana. And we're there over the 4th of July, and he's like, you know what? We're down a person for setting off these fireworks. Now, first of all, I should have probably asked why they were down a person. You know, like, <laughs> thinking back on it now, what happened to that guy, you that, know? That guy had some sense knocked into <laughs> So, uh, So, yeah, so I said, sure, I'd love to, you know, set off fireworks. Because in my mind, I'm thinking it's like pushing buttons from a distance, and you just kind of get to be kind of close to the fireworks, right? Little did he know. <laughs> so I get there and he, they are setting up and I see these what look like cannons. All right. So they are they are little tubes. I shouldn't say little big tubes in the ground sticking up. And I'm like, oh, those are interesting. I wonder if that's where the fireworks shoot off for. And then I see there's just these little these little walls about five feet from these cannons. And I'm like, wait a second. Are we supposed to like duck behind those walls while these cannons go off? 
So I get the lay of the land and I walk over and there is a stack. You know the old school depiction of what a bomb looks like? A big, you know, bowling ball with like a wick? This is what I saw, like a pyramid of these bowling balls with wicks. And I come to find out when you have a small town, you don't have all the automated fireworks. Or safety regulations. You just have bombs. (laughs) You just basically light bombs on fire and then hope not to explode. So it was uh, 4th of July night. We go out there and they teach me how to do it. And basically, after a bomb goes off and shoots into the sky... You load another one of these cannonball type things into the cannon by the wick, mind you, into the burning embers (laughs) of the last one that exploded. And then you just kind of, you know, duck out of the way. And the guy who is the lighter, he has got a little stick. He goes by and he lights them all and they they explode. I have never in my life uh, felt that close to death. Like it was just like at any point one of these is going to go off while I'm loading it and wow. I'm I'm going to lose my limbs and bleed out on a, on the fields of Indiana. So you're like hyper aware of your mortality <laughs> and in my story which the vote that came through was for the gang fight, so I'll be going with that one. Um I I didn't care for my mortality at all. Mm-hmm. I Can I say one more thing before you to finish off my story? I noticed while the the lighter was going and lighting the bombs Nine fingers. I'm just saying. I just I noticed he had nine fingers. Okay, now you can tell your story. We don't I know need... if it was a genetic thing nope, or not. I have no idea. But I just gonna... noticed he was missing a finger. We're going to make the assumption, <laughs> however, that it was an accident. <laughs> Go ahead. So you haven't cared for your mortality much. No, there's been there were several times whenever I was... There was this one particular summer. There was like three times that I had brushes with death. Uh-huh. Uh, so basically what happened is I was hanging out with this group of people they were all supposedly from you know a bigger city and they had come into town and they were all wanting to party and i was just this crazy girl that didn't care about anything and i went into their apartment and they had like drugs and guns and you like had no boundaries when you were growing up don't judge me (laughs) no 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 i'm just telling i'm just saying like it, it sounds like you were the kind of person who was like i just don't put boundaries on myself you know, I just want to experience the world without boundaries. Is that is that safe to say? I mean, to to walk into a situation like that? Well, I mean, when I walked in, I was like, well, this is serious. You know, mm-hmm. so like I would I guess I would say I had some boundaries. I just didn't have any fear, I think. is Maybe that's it. Better how to, okay. to word that. So um, but I, I hung out with them for like the better part of a day. And through the hanging out with these people, I discovered that they had stolen something from me. Um, and so I went back for it later uh, and I was just trying to be all brave and, you know, I was going to march up and just knock on the door and just say, hey, can I see, you know, it, all right, this is going to date me a little bit. <laughs> can I see that pager? <laughs> <laughs> but guys, my parents had bought this pager for me and it was super, super important. And so I had to go like I had to go get it. Like I didn't want to get in trouble and they had stolen. You it. legit had a pager. I've never had a pager. What? Yeah, I never had a pager. That I, seems like that was for businessmen and drug dealers. I say again, what? Yeah. I had I had three. I have like what? Yeah. I mean, I didn't have three at once. I had three different variations. <laughs> that was, that's good clarification. <laughs> one for my parents. One for my friends. One for my drug deals. So, no, just to be clear, I did not do drugs. So, then, uh, so I walked up to the door, and for some reason, the people that brought me back over to the apartment later on, they wanted to get out of the car and confront these other guys 
because they had, were convinced that they were like rival gangs or something. And wow. I mean, guys, I'm not from a big city. This is just like a little, how I found myself here, I don't know. I don't understand any of it. Was that here in Springfield area yeah, in the in Ozarks? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm just going over and talking to him. And I just, hey, hey, can I see that pager again? And he was like, yeah, sure. And so as soon as I get it in my hand, I said, this is my pager. And we start to have an argument back and forth about how it's possible that this could be my pager when he says he bought it. And there's this whole backstory I don't want to go into because it's like super dramatic. Mm -hmm. But anyway, my other group of friends, I'm going to like I use the term friends loosely. But the other guys that I was hanging out with at the time, they all rush out of the car and there's like three of them. And there's these and I had been in this people's apartment. I knew they had guns. Yeah. You know, and so this group, they're all hothead and they're just like start yelling at each other or whatever. And one of the guys that I was with pulls a knife. Then the other guys from a big city, they pull a gun. And I'm just staring at these like this ego fest. And for some reason, the only thing that makes sense to me is just to step in between the knife and the gun. <laughs> so I mean, I figured that the would diffuse that, the situation. Wait, the thing that makes sense to you. <laughs> Is to step into the line of fire. Yes, because I figured they're not going to, like, my friends aren't going to stab me in the back and these guys aren't going to shoot me. You know, it's just not going to happen. And it didn't happen because obviously I'm still here. So, yeah, I just faced the guys that were from the bigger city. You know, wow. And I apologize. I like, please don't listen to them. You know, we'll just walk away and call it a day. And they're like, you better get out of here. So that's what happened. Wow. Now, like I said, looking back, I'm like, I could have died. But in the moment, I had I didn't even think about it. It was like zero. It was just so clear to you that that was the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. To step in between these warring factions. Right. Because otherwise they would have hurt each other and potentially one of them would have gotten killed. But like for me, it just made like (laughs) I just didn't think about like that. It would have happened. Danae visits the Serengeti and the cheetah is chasing the antelope. And she's just like. Hold on, guys. She just steps in between. That's right. That's exactly because how it works. Because that's how, that's how problems hey, are it solved. It made sense to me, and it worked. <laughs> now, I'm just now realizing my mother may have never heard the story before. Wow. So Is Mama B listening right now? No, she's not. <laughs> but she will hear it at but some she point. Will, she'll hear this soon. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself that she. I'm going to have to prep her. I'll be like, Mom, this is just one of those stories I never told you, and with good cause. Because you were already worried about me. This was the reason you were worried about me. <laughs> Good news, mom. Your worries were founded. I have terrible, I had terrible taste in friends and no, I couldn't say no to people. And yeah. I didn't have fear. This is a bad combination. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's impressive. I think if we were to take a vote as to who is actually closer to death. It'd be you. I thought it would be you. I'm just say that just because oh. that'd be funny. Oh no, yeah, I think you were you were more really legit. Could have had something happen to you. I think I was pretty safe behind that wall. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel like it though. <laughs> little plus, I'm huge, and so like I had to totally, like crouch my body behind this tiny little wall while the fireworks were going off. Oh my goodness! So, what was your other near death story? Oh, I was a uh, mo- uh, motorcycle. There was a motorcycle okay, so incident. I, yeah, I, what might be fun here. Okay. Is to take each other's second story and tell it as if we were the other person. So like I'll tell your motorcycle story. Okay. And you tell my reptile story. Do you know that you know what I'm talking about? Your reptile story? Uh-huh. The one that you tell every few months. <laughs> Where versus versus you telling my motorcycle story which I think I've only t- told like two times ever. Yes. Yes. So do <laughs> you want me to go first? I'll go first. So here I was. I was uh, dating this guy. And he was a motorcycle stunt rider, right? 
And uh, we used to go and we used to do tricks on the highway. It was so funny because we thought it, I mean, I look back now and it feels really dangerous and I know that I shouldn't have been doing it. But at the time it was like, you'd watch these, you know, people passing by these cars and they'd be like amazed at what you were doing. And so it was funny to watch their reactions when we do like wheelies and I'd like stand on the back of his bike and different things like that. How am I doing so far, by the way? I think, I think you have a lot of confidence right now. <laughs> and I think it's about to peter out because I'm not sure if you actually know where you're going, but go ahead. I'm enjoying it. So this one time we were uh, on a motorcycle and That's we were, good. <laughs> we were, we were driving down the, the expressway and we were trying to do something wow. like, like a turn. We were trying to do a low turn, maybe, and uh, and the bike just like like started to slide. The weight went off, and I was like flying both ways, and like I couldn't quite keep my balance on there. And I'm about to fly off this motorcycle, and this guy reaches around, and he can't even see me, and grabs me and catches me from hitting the street and pulls me back up on the bike and we get our balance back. Whoa. Pretty amazing, right? That... I remember being in that moment and just being like, <laughs> he just saved my life. Yeah. Yeah, that was serious. Yeah. I heard you almost lost a leg that time too. <laughs> I did. I did. Because it almost got caught in like the, the spoky wheelie things the sp- <laughs> that motorcycles have. Because guys, apparently motorcycles <laughs> have spokes now. <laughs> I don't know the chains. <laughs> they're, they're chains. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. How did you almost lose your leg? So what was really happening is we were just bouncing back and forth. Like he'd go right, go left, go right, go left. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so the trick to that is just staying in balance with the bike. And I just got off beat. And so I started bouncing off beat while we were doing this little Mm -hmm. windy trick. And I made a little noise. This is the noise I made. (laughs) But it was like louder. And somehow through the helmet, he heard it and he did. He reached his arm back and just grabbed onto me as I was like falling off the bike to the side. Yeah. But when I fell off to the side, somehow my my leg goes underneath my seat, but did not touch the wheel. So it was. Didn't get caught on the spokes or the chains. Right, exactly. (laughs) Did not get caught anywhere, which doesn't make any sense, but it's like one of those miracle moments, I guess. I thought I did pretty well on that. I thought you did pretty good. I mean, you've only told that story, like, you know, maybe once or twice, but... So, Aaron was on No, a... not Aaron. You, you, oh, oh, you it's be me. me. You can okay, be me. Okay, okay, So, I was on a golf course, mm-hmm. and um, my wife was up on the... Because, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. My... I had a boyfriend. You can have a wife. <laughs> and my, <laughs> my wife was up on the balcony with the other wives, and they were, like, watching us. Mm-hmm. And we were We just went out to... Piddle, piddle fart around, I think is how the saying goes. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we need golf balls because we're on the golf course. Yes, yes, yes. And so we think, makes sense. We think to ourselves, oh, you know, people usually like put their golf balls into the water for some reason. Usually, <laughs> usually accidentally, I hear. So, so we go over and we ignore all the signs that say warning alligators. And so um, we're by the water and uh-huh. suddenly out of the dark, horrible waters launches this massive alligator that like jumps out of the water mouth open (laughs) and i wasn't even looking at the water at the time i was looking back at my friends as they were telling me some sort of joke or something Mm -hmm. and and their face is what alerted me to the danger that was right behind me so i just like 
hop forward like this magical comic cartoon mm-hmm. i hop forward and then i sort of spin and i'm like running backwards to try to figure out what's going on and this alligator's running towards me and i remember in my brain i think i'm supposed to run in zigzags now <laughs> and so to this day the wives talk about how hilarious it was to watch me run zigzags all across <laughs> the the golf course as this alligator was chasing after me Nice. How did I do? Nicely done. Woo-hoo. I think you told the story really well. Um, that gator was at least six feet long and was probably three feet from me when I saw it the first time. Like coming at me about three feet away. And it just one of the scariest moments of my life. Man. So, and the thing that actually alerted me was not the faces of the people watching. It was I was with a friend, one of my buddies, just the two of us. And he yelped. And when I turned around is when I saw the gator mouth agape chasing me down. So, and he came out like a full body length out of the water. I'm pretty after sure us. it was a girl. Yeah, that's I true. That's she, the other part. She, she she had a nest there. Yeah, that's why you. That's why you don't go there, man. <laughs> By the way, just a word of advice: gator eggs look a lot like golf balls. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's an easy mistake to make. You probably don't need to know this part, but it was in Florida. No. 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 South Carolina. <gasps> Uh-huh. It was South Carolina where that happened. So, Edisto Island, the name of that place. AKA yep. Gatorland. <laughs> yeah, we did yeah, it. We told stuff. stories. You know, I think that those stories need to be retired. <laughs> Do you? No. It's always interesting. You know, this is an interesting thing. Maybe we talk about this for, for just a second, even get your feedback. But we do tell the same stories over and over and over again a lot of times for what we do, because honestly, there are new people listening a lot and they're good stories. You know, they're kind of interesting, fun things that we like to talk about and they can even lead to other things. But for us, a lot of times it does seem like, haven't I just told this story? You know, don't all my friends know this one? And it's just like you keep meeting new people and having new people tune in and they and they haven't necessarily heard those epic stories you just tell over and over again. And because we're in, you know, the entertainment industry as far as like radio, doing audio entertainment and shows and things, part of that is that we tell our story. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. Stories. Lots and lots of them. Although to date I've never told the one about the 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 gang fight. Yeah. We haven't told that one? Mm Mm-mm. I've never told that one. Well, congratulations. A new story has been born. Now you'll tell it over and over and over again. I hope again. not. Now, thinking back to that moment, like, were you were you scared or you really had no fear? I really seriously had no fear. You just knew you were going to be fine. You had to break this up. It was up to you. Well, the reality was is that the people that were from out of town were more logical thinkers and they were calmer than the crazy people that I was with. Mm. So my back to them showed like... And I was just staring at the guys. I was like, I am so sorry. Please don't listen to these guys. They don't know what they're talking about. Wow. So I had to I had to be the voice of reason in that moment. But anyway. The voice of reason from today. <laughs> I think it's actually a surprise that the show exists. Like that both of us are still here. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. See, we seem to have some experiences. That's right. Uh, one of the reasons why the show is here is because you support it. Woohoo! Thank you to our Patreon supporters. Patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae. Patreon is a really great website. A lot of artists go there. Uh, since I like to look at a lot of web comics as an mm-hmm. example, there's a lot of web comic artists that are able to do what they do because their fans love their work. I love it that it's it's like a monthly Kickstarter, right? I love it because it speaks to the fact that when you support somebody, ongoing support can be so much more valuable 
than just kind of getting them started. Yeah. And I, that's what I love about Patreon. And it also means you don't have to, you know, donate like 20 bucks, 30 no, bucks. No. You can just do it like a dollar every month. And it's super valuable to us or whoever you might be supporting. Yeah, even like a buck a month to go towards Aaron and Danae, which we call our studio, Studio DNA. We actually produce a lot out of our studio, not just this show. We actually do several other things, too. But the support from Patreon is what makes uh, this particular show, Shoe the Dough Live, possible. So thank you guys so much for already supporting us. We are getting closer to our next goal of doing this show three days a week. Mm-hmm. So we'll add a new music digest segment as a weekly segment uh, where we talk about new music and listen to it together. Um, and that's what forty five dollars a month. Yeah, more getting close. So, getting so close. Yeah, just you and forty four other people doing a buck a month, and we'll be doing that. Or you and three other people doing ten bucks a month. I also love that Patreon lets us uh, do posts just for the people who support. So it is a group uh, that's kind of like our hyper fans are, mm-hmm. and those people are able to not only hear audio that only our Patreon people can hear, but we'll post updates about what's going on behind the scenes. Um, we'll do like various things like that. Well, that music just abruptly ended. <laughs> well, it was time. I was letting us know it was time. Man. I do I do like that though. And of course we do a Patreon only bonus segment after every episode now. So every episode you hear of Shoe the Dough, there's a corresponding uh Patreon only episode that happens that's shorter and just kind of one topic and and uh, lots of fun that you get to hear there. So this uh this sign was posted at the University of Florida uh to promote their University of Florida art education. Mm-hmm. Hashtag youth arted <laughs> thanks Danae. i'm serious thank you it really does exist i appreciate i people appreciate now, the humor <laughs> people are now tweeting about it like really guys <laughs> quote let the third grader in you erupt into giggles and begin making fart noises with your armpits by the way i've never been able to do that well maybe now that you're growing armpit hair maybe maybe it'll be easier <laughs> i think that's the key that's like the reed you know it's your mouthpiece <laughs> Oh. <laughs> now you can do it. Oh, you sh- no. You should give it a try live on the show. Oh, hey, my mom's in the chat. Yeah. Yeah, Bonnie. Awkward um, silence. No. <laughs> Bonnie. No, Aaron. Aaron Somebody no. already said it. Somebody already said good timing. Do not listen to the first half. Danae tells some <laughs> secrets of her past. So. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Shall we move on? <laughs> yes, we shall. Uh, be thinking of any other topics you want us to talk about or questions you have for Danae and I. We'd love to answer them. That is what we do on Random Tandem. Uh, while we're doing that, while you're thinking of that and getting ready for that, I thought maybe we'd do some listener feedback. That feels good for Random Tandem, like things that people have sent in to us. Now, if you want to comment outside of the show, like let's say you listen on podcast later and you're not here for the live recording. You can leave your comments on iTunes, for yeah. example, or you can send us feedback on our website. You can also call us, uh, 1-844-DNA-SHOW, 1-844-DNA-SHOW. You can call that anytime, leave us a message, and we can have a voicemail from you and possibly play that during the show as well. And I did actually want to play something uh, from somebody who had a couple comments, and I thought maybe we could respond to these uh, during the show. You ready? I am ready straight out of Compton this weekend. Um, really liked some of it. Uh, man, some of the jokes against women were pretty tough to take. But I mean, as far as like the acting was just really, really good, except for a couple of really dumb parts. It's like, you know, people don't just write hit songs off the top of their heads quite like that. Um, you know, having been around music, it's like it doesn't just come out as a perfect song the first time. I wanted to bring this up because last week we talked about the man from UNCLE. 
And Straight Outta Compton also came out that week, which is the story of Eazy-E, NWA, and kind of them starting. And we're thinking about maybe even talking about that coming up on Sif Pop this Friday. Um, but I wanted to uh, address one of the things in there where he talks about the fact that uh, you don't write songs that quickly and that fast. Because, Danae, you're a songwriter. <laughs> so is it true? See, I think your songs your songs come out that fast. <laughs> Are we back in the 20s? You asked, you insinuated that you wanted me to just start going with whatever was mm-hmm. inside of me. Right. That is, it's true. Mm-hmm. I can begin to play the music that I'm hearing in my head just about any time, anywhere. Yeah. And it does get me into trouble. Yeah. I and, and sometimes with full lyrics and everything, like it just pours out of you in mm-hmm. that way. Yeah, it's true. Pretty amazing. This is the other part. This was actually about the man from uh, from Uncle Lake we talked about on Friday. So this is information you may not have known. Army Hammer is actually um, one of the heirs to the Arm and Hammer baking soda empire. Whatever. They were the Hammer family of um, that partnership or whatever. So that's where his his name came from he's actually from that family so um you know he probably got to kick around la a lot and try out for things because he was already um super rich right also he did have a hard time finding roles because he's our height um and that's obviously a liability in hollywood so um i couldn't chat live because i don't really get a chance to listen uh live but uh there you go see that's awesome all of my responses, by the way, um, I realized he can't respond to me, <laughs> right. but it was you just were... in the moment. I'm like, what? I couldn't believe that because I haven't heard that yet. That's a fun, that's a fun voicemail left for us. Yeah. So I, I also, you know, little known fact, uh, his brother MC Hammer shush. also went, went on to, went on Nobody to Nobody believes you. <laughs> Nobody believes you. He references our height. I think that's a, a reference to me being six foot six and uh, him being tall as well. That's true because the, the guy that's, uh chatting with us he's Mm -hmm. been somebody that we've been connecting with lately and he's tall and we all talked about how um i'm like the elf in the forest (laughs) nice and i mean the small elves not like the lord of the rings elves who are very tall Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i suppose i should say fairy yeah fairies you're usually seen as smaller that's true elves are elves are not necessarily depends on the elves the shoe elves are small I don't know. Those why. are the only kind of elves that listen to this show. <laughs> the, <laughs> the shoe sh- elves. The shoe elves. That brings me to something interesting. I wonder, do we need like a name for like our crew, like you know, uh, like all our awesome people who okay. listen to us? I think and... I understand. So there's a band called Paralandra. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Their fans are called parasites. Right. Yeah. Something okay. like that. Yeah. See, I think that's supposed to happen naturally. Well, maybe I it just did. We're suppo- maybe it's shoe elves. <laughs> Nobody wants to be a shoe elf. You're right. You're right. You're right. Somebody who is one will have to coin it. That's exactly right. You can't. It's like a nickname. You can't make it up yourself. I tried that once, and so did you. Yes. Went terribly wrong. <laughs> My nickname that I gave to myself was Furfur, and mine was Varky. So if we ever do a really crazy show, it'll be the Fur Fur and Varky show. That's right. The Fur Fur and Varky show. Wow, that was awful. That was amazing. Uh, all right. Here's Can I read another headline for you? Sure, go ahead. You reading comments. Mm-hmm. It's, Ta- hey, it's a random tandem. Anything goes. I know. I'm just like looking through all these these things I've kept. Tiger recaptured after film crew loses it in abandoned Detroit factory. <laughs> <laughs> 
A British photography crew on Monday accidentally lost track of a tiger that it had brought on a photo shoot to the historic <laughs> Packard plant in Detroit. <laughs> wow. You know, there are things you can lose during a photo shoot. A huge tiger is not one of them. I would not, I would not suggest losing a, an animal of prey <laughs> while you're shooting something. Somebody that was helping to find the tiger did an update to their Facebook and it says, I'm going to help find, I'm going to go help a friend scare a tiger out of a hiding, out of hiding in a staircase. Like, that's not something you would believe. Mm -mm. Nor something I would do. <laughs> like, here's uh, an idea. Let's go to an abandoned factory. Let's go to an old rickety staircase and scare a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's that 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 is I, not on my bucket list. I guess for its own safety, though, you know. Well, sure. No, I get that they have to do it because they caused the problem. But another quote from the article: "The tiger was growling the whole time, <laughs> but I think he just wanted people to leave him alone." This whole thing really shook up the usual Monday blahs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're only laughing because everybody's okay, right? Okay. Uh, I mean, I hope so. Okay. Is everybody okay today? I, as far as I know. Okay, good. I mean, the tiger is the only one that was probably pretty traumatized, which is sad. <laughs> uh, Britton says, was it Justin Verlander? Because he plays for the Tigers. So he's a tiger. Is he somebody who get lost? He's, <laughs> I don't know. Is joke. he somebody who, who gets confused on staircases? No, no, I don't think so. Am I overthinking it? A I don't little understand bit. Sports? A okay. little bit. <laughs> All right, this comment, uh, this comment comes from Patreon. We mentioned Patreon, and we post our stuff there, and people can comment it there as well. Uh, this comes from Sherry in a comment about the extra content we did about politics and pop culture. So I wanted you to hear this because I don't think you've heard this either, and this is part of what she said. Um, says, I don't know yet who I'll be voting for in the primary. She's talking politics. I'm pretty sure it won't be Trump because that was part of our conversation was on Donald Trump and, you know, how pop culture has influenced our view of him. We don't uh, really know where he stands on issues because he's been all over the place in his lifetime. We just know what he's saying now. But do we really know if he's saying what he's saying now is what he really believes? I don't trust him or have confidence in anything he says, which I thought was a really interesting part of our conversation because we talked about respecting somebody who's willing not to have filters and just say what's on their heart. Yeah. And yet there is another side to that, right? Like He could still be lying he through could, his teeth. Even, yeah. Even though it sounds like there's no filters, he could still just be saying what people you, you know, just think have they want to hear. choose what lies to believe people. Wow. That is awful, cynical and awful. Uh, deep corporate America is ruining you everything. Just, you just have you heard that? Did you just make that up? Did you just say that? Yeah, that is deep. You just have to choose what lies to believe. So, are you saying that for the first time in Shudado history, <laughs> the random quote that comes from me may actually be introspective instead of something really <laughs> awkward? <laughs> I did not say that. That is the general sense, maybe. Trump was quoted as telling a small child that he was Batman. So that's a lie I choose to believe. That's a, don't know. <laughs> I don't mind going through life believing Trump is Batman. Uh, and then here's the other part that I wanted to address. Um, let's see. Pretty sure I'm uncomfortable with the strong influence uh, pop culture is having on politics. However, I like Danae's thoughts about periscopus, etc. We'll see if that allows us to see truth more easily or just makes the whole process more of a circus than it has already become. So my point, and thank you, Sherry, I'm glad that you... Uh, commented on that 
the point we were making in our commentary on politics and pop culture and all that stuff, uh, which can be found in the extras for those who support us on Patreon, was that in this culture now where there are live streaming available, like Snapchat and Periscope, that oftentimes people are trying to seek out the those who are on the ground live recording from like an app that they trust rather than going to the news. And the example that I gave was uh, during the Ferguson situation that happened last year. Um, that was the first time that I was really, really getting into like the live tweeting and mm -hmm. things like that. And Periscope wasn't really big last year. So you can just imagine had Periscope existed then, there would be a lot of people, you know, on the ground with their, you know, cell phones recording the news as it's happening live to them. We so. saw it just uh, just a couple of days ago with a minor earthquake in San Francisco, you know, uh, here in the studio. Danae pulled up a periscope of somebody who had just been through, I think it was like the, a 4.8. Uh, earthquake that would happen. Yeah. yeah, it was like a 4.8 yep. earthquake in San Francisco. Not like a huge earthquake, mm -hmm. but I think there were, you know, hundreds and hundreds, if not a thousand people, you know, watching this guy. Just talk about, just talk how, about how the earth just shook. And, and he was in the shower and it was a really an opportune time to have an earthquake. <laughs> when, the, when the earthquake happened, he was in the shower. He yeah. wasn't periscoping from the shower. No. <laughs> just to be clear. Just, <laughs> Thank just you. to clear that up. Thank you, Aaron. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, but you're right. So, you know, the question then becomes, does that make things more real? Does it make it more transparent or does it just make it louder? You know? Is that the other side of it where there's just so much noise that you don't know what to listen to or who to believe or those kind of things? So it's an interesting culture that we live in, right? Like mm -hmm. it's an interesting it's kind of thing that we're moving into where everybody's a news person. Everybody's an entertainer. Everybody's, you know, got the ability to reach a mass audience. And that's a, uh, you know, it seems like we've been getting there for a while, but just now we're kind of reaching, it feels like that apex of, you know, literally everybody in their hand has a broadcast device. And yet, for the first time, two women are graduating from the Army Rangers for the first time in history. So we still have a ways to go. <laughs> we still have things we got to do. There's still a lot of prejudice. There's still a lot of stuff we got to work out. Well, but for yes, sure. We're getting, we're, we're getting there. Is that another headline you've been hoarding? Yes. History of the making. Two women will graduate from the Army Ranger course. This is a huge Bravo. deal. They're not allowed to apply to go into a particular uh, division. Like, even though they've graduated, they can't because they're women. They can't proceed to the next step but they graduated from the army rangers. Oh. So there still have to be things that are changed. Interesting. And I was reading about the army ranger training. Mm -hmm. It's awful. Yeah. It is awful. How's it compare to the Chippendale rescue ranger training? Is that the one where they just eat a lot of acorns? I think so. Okay. <laughs> That's what happens there. This one involves not eating, <laughs> being thrown out into the wilderness to survive. Wow. You know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations to them on right? They're not even not releasing their names. And getting thrown into the wilderness to survive. There was something like 300 guys, 380 some guys and like 19 women. And at the very end, there's only 80 guys who are graduating wow. and two women that make it because it's so intense. Wow. And they're the first, right? Yeah. First woman ever. First woman ever. Congrats. Well, we look back up. If you've got any questions or topics that you want us to transition into, uh, we would certainly love to do that. Um, kind of hit what you guys want. That's what we do on the Random Tandem. We make it all about your show, whatever you want. Danae, there was one thing you mentioned earlier that mm -hmm. you never actually got a chance to talk about. Okay. Something about a lizard. Okay. In a Starbucks drink. Yeah, I can go back up to that. It's right here. The title is Lizard Found in Starbucks Latte. Nice. Customer claims. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how they're going to prove this is true, but a woman in Phoenix 
Here's the quote. Got a jolt from her Starbucks, but it wasn't caffeine. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Kim Dillon said she spit out a tiny legless lizard from her sugar-free espresso drink. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. Legless? Yeah. Let's not just gloss over the fact that the lizard was legless. I don't understand that. That's, we need to, we need to discover why the lizard. Was it still forming or something? I, was, did it lose its legs in the factory? Like, did it, did it, like, how does it, did, did she accidentally drink the legs? Like, I don't, I don't understand what's, no, I'm just saying, don't gloss, don't gloss over. I want to gloss over because there's (laughs) only so much that I can take. And if it doesn't have legs, isn't it technically a snake? Like, at that point, is it no longer a lizard? Is it a worm? Was there a worm in her coffee? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But here, the husband, Brian, I can will answer it for you. This okay. is his quote. It was a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brian. I appreciate your scientific exploration of the issue. And then he says, a little lizard that she drank that went into her uh, mouth. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The couple put the reptile remains into a bag and took it back to the coffee shop where the employees apologized profusely. Here's my question. So. Here's my question about these kind of stories when we hear them. You'll hear them about like toenails or bugs or in this case, a lizard. How, how do they know? I don't know. Like how, like, let's say they, they wanted to sue Starbucks. Right. How are they going to prove that they didn't just have a legless lizard in a baggie and, you know, set it up? I don't know. That, see, that would be so easy to, well, I mean, not maybe a legless lizard. I don't know where to find those. But I'm just saying, like, it would be so easy to set something like that up. And in fact, I think in some cases, that's been proven to be the case. The people have tried to get something from a restaurant and it was there, you know, they were just setting it up. Here's the th- here's the thing. Like, okay. It would have had to have jumped into the cup at some point because it's not going <laughs> to. How does it jump without legs? I don't know. I don't understand how this works. But listen to what I'm saying because it had to scurry. It couldn't had to come from. In. It couldn't come from the the coffee beans because it would have been grinded up. Okay. Okay. So it couldn't have come from there unless that's how it lost its legs. Okay. Think about what. Think about. Think about the same. Okay, I'm thinking. All right. Uh-huh. Do you know what coffee grounds look like? Uh, yeah, like dirt. Uh huh. If there was a small <laughs> creature that had been ground up. It would not have a form. It would now be part of. Thank the, you for walking me through that. No problem. I appreciate. I'm not a coffee person. Here for so, you. Thank Here you. Here for you. Uh-huh. It would have had to have come from the liquid, either the milk. Okay. Because that's, I mean, that's 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 it. It right. had to have been in the milk. And they accidentally picked out the lizard milk at the store instead of the regular milk. And I mean, something along those something lines. Something could have happened that way. Wow. I'm thinking. I'm with you. This has got to be. A there hoax. probably they is. Have to, they have to have done this on the. There probably themselves. is at some Whole Foods store somewhere legless lizard milk. Like, it just seems like there's so many things on the shelves anymore. Like, you could probably get legless lizard milk, which is milk that includes a legless lizard, not milk from a legless lizard. Well, I'm glad that we've explored that one. (laughs) Any other questions or topics before we head into the one word story to finish off our random tandem? I have so many more headlines that I could read. Okay. So is that part of random tandem is it gives you an opportunity to... I feel like it's my one space to just start whatever because it's like there's no order to it it's Mm -hmm. just these random things i find okay that's fine we can give you one more okay okay by the way in the comments please let us know if you have any topics or questions we can hit those before we head to the one word story but go ahead psychopaths may be immune to contagious yawning (laughs) 
That actually makes sense. What? That actually completely makes sense. What? Yes. What? Because if you are a sociopath or a psychopath, you do not feel empathy. And yawning is an empathetic thing. Like when you yawn because somebody else yawns, it's because you are feeling Did that you with read them. This? No, that just makes sense. So because a People psychopath characterized by lack of empathy and abnormal social behaviors may be more immune to contagious yawning than the rest of us. Yes, because you're not that empathy doesn't you don't have that. So you don't feel like yawning Hold when they yawn. Presses. Okay. Yawning is empathetic? Yes. Yes, sympathetic yawning. Yeah, absolutely. Of I don't understand. So when you yawn, because, you know, yawning is, is contagious, they say, right? So if you yawn and somebody else yawns, mm-hmm. it's because they're showing an empathy for what you're going through. That is so not true. It is because your lungs are like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> what is empathy? <laughs> <laughs> empathy is me too. That's really? exa- Yes, your lungs are showing empathy. You're but, just, you're just, you are just, pers- you know, personifying so, your organs. So if, and, and I was kind of just joking, but you're serious. Yes, I'm serious. That is why people have contagious yawning. How in the world do they do that research? Uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. It's, I don't have involves, time to research it right psychopaths. now, guys. I don't know. Well, hey, I guess that hey you got a yawn? Come and go stand in front of that See, psychopath. Because whenever I, whenever I saw this, I, I was like, this is really nutty. But It seems to make a lot of sense to me. Okay. And, and it's amazing. Yawning, uh, I've said this about hiccuping, uh, sleeping, waking up, all those things. Our brain controls it in ways that we don't understand. And uh, it's why there are so many cures to hiccups. Because if you believe it to be true, it will be true. Because you actually can control your breathing in that way. You can stop yourself from hiccuping. But you just don't You don't have the, the sensory feel for how to use the diaphragm in that way to, you know, to breathe out your hiccups. So you use some sort of weird stand on your head and swallow seven times thing. I've done that before. And that tricks your brain into saying, oh, I don't have hiccups anymore. And so it automatically adjusts your breathing. So I just anymore when I get the hiccups, I just think I don't have the hiccups and they're gone. So your brain can do that stuff. No, I know that my brain is amazing. Mm -hmm. It can do that stuff. For sure. That's how I convince myself that I don't need to go to the doctor. Like, I'm feeling a strange pain. Uh, It's probably just some weird thing. I'm fine. So your brain, your brain tricks you into believing you're okay and not going to the doctor or your brain heals you so you don't have to go to the doctor. I choose to. (laughs) I choose a second option. Nice. All right. Do we have anything in the comments before we hit the one word story? By the way, thanks guys for for hanging out for our random tandem. We We love this. We are reading your comments. Yeah. We do love them. Um, so do the police uh, use that to sort out the psychopaths? That's a great thing. <laughs> just sit there and yawn. Just yawn. Oh, guys. Oh, All I'm right. Tired. The one on the left did not <laughs> yawn. That's our guy. Death sentence. You're a psychopath. There's been really interesting studies on, you know, sociopaths or psychopaths. Mm-hmm. And they're like brain chemistry. Right. They have a specific brain chemistry. And this was on a, I think it was on a TED talk. Okay. Or No, it was on a some podcast that I've been listening to. Oh, he, he was on the moth. Okay. He is a brain scientist. And, uh, back when they first started doing MRIs of the brain to kind of figure out what parts of the brain activate, he was one of the people that was like, Hey, we got this machine. Let's try and see what happens with the brain. And he's like, okay. So he starts to, you know, experiment and map the brain with this group. And then, the uh, um, some higher ups in the government brought in some people who've been convicted of, you know, murders and things started mapping their brains. And he started to see these similarities between particular types of people. And so yeah. they wanted to 
get more data on like a quote normal brain. So he did a brain scan on his family and himself. And then he realized that he had the same brain as a, so- a sociopath or a wow. psychopath. And it was like even more so than anything he'd ever seen before. And he thought that it was one of the brain, like he didn't realize it was himself. And they ended up telling people about it. And then he was covered by like national news about it. And his whole like life kind of <laughs> turned upside down. Now he's doing TED talks on it. And wow. Yeah. It's a really fascinating. If you, I diagnosed my own psychopathy. If you would like to hear that, The Moth is a really great podcast. Yeah, I love The Moth. Uh, really fun firsthand stories of people's lives. And, was that your buried treasure on our last Sif Pop? Um, yeah, that sounds right. I think I feel like it was. Yeah. So anyhow, it's, yeah, it's a great podcast. It's really, Lots of great it was stories. Really fascinating because mm-hmm. there are certain parts of their brain that do not function the same. It's just part of what happens. <laughs> it's like, oh look, it's me. Yeah, he was really, wow. really shocked. He wow. went to his family and was like, "I need to know what you guys think about me. Like, what do you really think about me?" <laughs> and they answered him. They're like, "Well, you're kind of cold and unfeeling when you're like, no, yeah, yeah." Uh. And he. He was like, you're right, I really am. But like out in public environments, he was fine. Like he did fine. He would interact and things like that. But like at home, he just kind of was cold and it was just part of who he was. He was a good person. Just a good hearted psychopath. The other interesting thing is in his family line are the, is it Boyden? I don't know. Um, is it Lisa or what's her name? Lizzie Borden? Lizzie Borden. Okay. He was, he was the Borden family. That's a messed up story. Do you and, know that story? I'm not going to tell it here, but. And there are, in his lineage, are all of these people who either veered off and became like doctors or like became murderers <laughs> as they began to do the research on it. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> Save people's so lives weird. or take them. Wow. Talk about opposite sides of the spectrum. That's all amazing. Because, see, this is why we look at those cool things because they branch into these a fantastic conversation that is amazing that is amazing well you ready for the one word story to finish us off oh yes the live one word story okay Okay. so yeah throw a topic at us throw something we'll pull something from the show if we don't see something in the comments here uh pretty soon uh can be one word can be a place can be a person uh can be a topic whatever that called a noun a person place it can be it it can be a noun proper (laughs) or otherwise Uh. It can be an adjective. Uh, Lizzie, lizard, legless. It all comes back to tequila. <laughs> nice. Earthing. Earthing? I don't what know is, what. What is earthing? Enlighten us, Ida. What is earthing? I've heard of birthing. I'm gonna, not sure I want to do I'm a one-word Google story it, on. But I, if I Google something inappropriate, I'm blaming you. <laughs> earthing. Um. So maybe she meant earthling. Like, a, like an alien? I don't know. Any other, uh, let's see... Sift pop becoming because I, a soda. Because I know Ida, and so I'm wondering if it's about gardening. Ah, uh, it's her new research topic. She says. Oh, well, we don't want to do your research topic <laughs> wrong. <laughs> we may actually set your research back if we jump in. All right. Do we want to do? Uh, let's see. Do we want to do Sif coffee pop becoming a soda? Says soda. Um, let's see. Going barefoot. That's earthing. Is going barefoot. Nice. Uh, let's do it. Let's do a positive lizard story. A positive lizard story. Because thinking about the little legless lizard made me sad. All right. So we should either we should do a positive story. All right. And now <laughs> on your random tandem, a positive story about Larry, the legless lizard. <laughs> I thought we were going to do a positive story where he has legs. Okay, I'm going to do my best to have him grow legs in the story. Here we go. <clears throat> Three days ago. 
there was a break in at the laboratory when it happened that day (laughs) (laughs) the guard was not conscious we don't know why. He had stumbled over a chair and hit his head. So, so <laughs> the uh, in, is that yours? No, is the uh word. Day manager (laughs) (laughs) came and saw he couldn't move the um, lock on the door. So he broke the window. When he broke the window, a lizard escaped. Where did that lizard come from? He wondered. (laughs) So he chased the lizard down the hall until he saw <laughs> Pineapple. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Which looked suspiciously like a lizard. <laughs> Aaron, we gotta talk about your drug dose. <laughs> your medication needs to be adjusted just a little bit. <laughs> thanks, thanks. <laughs> he then decided, well, I'm. Going to have to do something about that lizard. So he ate. <laughs> I don't know why I just said ate. <laughs> I feel really His bad. Foot. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Since then, this. Lizard has been giving free feet to anyone who likes feet. (laughs) That is shaped like a pineapple. Yes. I always feel like you manipulate me whenever I do that because I'm like ever lasting end <laughs> man these random tandems sometimes one word stories man you never know where they're gonna go i was thinking like he i i don't know i was thinking he he you know would take the pineapple and then something would happen i just Why like letting pineapple? i don't know i like throwing randomness in there i i was thinking that somebody broke into this laboratory and like got uh-huh. the lizard and saved him and, and yeah See, the positive part of the story was he's giving his legs away so that people can be full and satisfied. You're thinking of a salamander that regrows its parts, aren't you? Yes, of course. 
Wow. See? Suddenly, mm-hmm. I understand part of you. Thank you! All right, your meds are fine. Listen, what no Danae's saying, saying is that story made complete sense. Oh. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't hear it just doesn't know what they're talking about. And I also really enjoyed the comments that were coming along. Oh, no, I did not get a chance to see it. And what are some of the comments? Uh, let's see. Uh, Legless Lizard, also also a uh, Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Legolas. That's Legolas lizard. Pineapple looking like a lizard. Ha ha. Ate that lizard's gizzard. <laughs> and nice. a beautiful story. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, we appreciate the time. I'm so sad that the hour's already over. Yeah? Random tandems always go so fast. Well, I it's... have so many more random things to share. Well, we'll do another one at some point and you'll get to share them all. But seriously, thank you so much for checking in live if you get to or later. Either way, we love that you kind of tune in and see what's going on here at Studio DNA. And Friday, we're going to be doing uh, another movie review on our Sift Popped segment. That's and right. If you're on band, we're actually doing a little poll right now for which movie you want us to be reviewing. And we do have one particular movie in the lead right now. Yeah, we've that's got uh, one Hitman, vote for I think. Straight Outta Compton, and we've got eight votes for Hitman Agent 47. If you would like for us to cover a specific movie or even add your own option, please join us on Band. Just search for Sift Pop, which is all one word when you get to Band, and you'll find our group. Or you can search for Aaron and Danae. We do link things in there. We also have little events in there, so to remind you that this show is happening. Look, at the end of the day, we just love getting a chance to hang out with you and yeah. have fun and just chat about stuff that doesn't matter, stuff that does matter, and everything in between. Legless lizards legless, matter. Legless, legless lizard. <laughs> I just got this image of him, like, you know, like sliding down the staircase and shooting arrows, like the, you know. Oh, you mean like the Legolas move? Mm hmm. Yeah. But how would he shoot arrows if he doesn't have legs? He'd have to have arms. No, he has a unicorn horn that shoots out <laughs> lasers, man. <laughs> Is that our new mascot for Shoot the Dough? Legolas the legless Legolas. lizard with the unicorn horn that shoots lasers? Lasers. Legolas the legless laser lizard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Have a, have a great week. Well, let's Still test some levels shiggity, then. Shiggity, shiggity. Still can't hear anything in my little headphones. Hello, hello, hello. Shoot the dough! Woohoo! Do something like that. Shoot the Woohoo! I think that's great. Leave it there. No, I want to. We can. Go up a little bit? No, down. I like. I don't like being as far up during this. Because it. Because we don't have. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.